Hey everyone, and welcome to the Chronicles of Mister. I'm Mr. Pierre, a black middle school math and science teacher. This week on the pod, I get the opportunity to chop it up with two other black male educators, Mr. Thomas and Mr. Obande. We discuss how we each have different experiences that have led us to become educators, what we hope to cultivate in the youth we teach, and some words for anyone in the profession. This is part one of two-part episodes that you can easily take in on your lunch break or that ever-elusive prep. Welcome to the Chronicles of Mister. Yo, yo, welcome to the podcast. My name is Mr. Pierre. Welcome, everyone. Mr. Aguande, nice to meet you. How's it going? You can call me Thomas. Excellent, excellent, excellent. We are part of the 2%, the 2% being of all the educators in math, or excuse me, of all the educators in education period in the United States, only 2% of them are Black men. And so we are like the trifecta of unicorns of three Black men who are in education, who love doing what we do, um, and who hope that through this podcast, we can encourage others to not only stay within the profession, but others to come into the profession. So my name is Mr. Pierre. Um, Kiddos usually address me as such, or just flat out Mr. They chop off the Pierre. I'm originally born and raised in Massachusetts, earned my degree from Northeastern University, spent some time up there, Um, then moved down to Georgia, spent about eight years down there doing education. Well, first started off at uh, Emory University, working in one of their research labs. Um, After spending some some time there, moved into education, and then from education moved up to uh, Connecticut. And now I'm residing in the sunny state of California, where I've linked up with these two magnificent individuals. West Coast. West Coast. Wait, stand up. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an East Coast fella <laughs> residing in the enemy's territory. We, we accept you, though. You're, you're now okay. Convert. You're not going back. You're one of us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Which, you know, once you go to Cali, you can never go back. Nah. For real, for real. Um, yeah. We are, you're joking about that, but like right now on the, on the East Coast, they're getting hit by snow, so I'm not complaining. Why would you want to go back to that? Exactly. Not- <laughs> well, you, you would get snow days there because my son is <laughs> loving his snow days right now. Uh-huh. Like I'll, I'll take a beach day over a snow day any time of the week. <laughs> yeah, they don't give you off days for that, though. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, and, and I'm grateful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I've never really been around snow. Only if I ever go snowboarding or something. That's it. You're good. You're not missing too, too much. You're not missing too, too much. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Thinking about toilets. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about uh, education and sort of like what brought me to it. Like I said, I earned my degree um, from Massachusetts Northeastern University. Moved down to Georgia and was working at a university there. And honestly, it was my private uh, principal investigator, my boss, who just noticed that whenever I had to teach um, either the undergrads or the graduate students who would come through the lab, that that's when, in his words, like things would spark up and light up. And he's like, Willie, I think you might be um, in the wrong profession. He's like, I think you should give uh, education a try. So I went to a middle school. Um, so wanted to substitute, but met with the principal, and the principal was like, um, we don't have a lot of Black men. We, would you be interested in a full-time position? And I was just like, bet, mm. let's do it. Jumped in and haven't looked back since. Right. Uh, and, have, and have loved it ever since. Yeah. yeah. That's actually one of the reasons why I jumped in, too. 
Um, I knew early that who I was mattered um, and what I could be to another child, you know, also mattered, you know, being like proper representation and example of growth and excellence in the classroom. Um, and, and that's what made me jump in into education. Um, and that's what's kept me in because I continue to be that or try my absolute best for sure to be that. Uh, no one's perfect. I'm still growing. 1% a day, you know, that's the, the mentality that I've adapted. Uh, I, I'm like totally opposite from you guys. Like I got into it by accident. Um, no way. Yeah. Tell us yeah, about no. that. No, like, um, my niece was in kindergarten and she was going through some stuff. So I was like, I volunteered at that school every day when I was going to, um, either before my college classes, after classes or days I had off, they, um, told me that one of the other aides was leaving and it's like, do you want the position? So I was like, all right, let's, let's apply. Let's go for it. I didn't know that they already wanted me like right off the bat. That's why they kind of told me. Yeah. Went in, did the interview with the, uh, the, was it the CEO or the CEO or the VP of the whole organization, the school, not the principal. And, uh, before I can walk home, which was like literally a two minute walk, open the door. He called me. He's like, come right back, sign your paperwork and we take all your, um, TBs and all that. That's started on Monday. So, and that was over 15 years ago. Wow. Last that's yeah. uh, It was insane. Like, and I, I have not turned back since. Like every time I school closed down or I leave, I'm like, I'm going to go back into retail. I got my, my degree in business management. I can run stores. Nah. Right. Keep suckering me back in. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Like there have been several times when, Again, either if it's, you know, a coworker or a foreign principal that's just acting sideways and makes me think like, yeah, I have my degree in biology as well. I could go to a lab. I could go to a startup, could do a whole couple other things. But yeah, what keeps me in this field are the kids is like what I think Akeem was saying about the future of like thinking of myself as like a farmer of the future. These are going to be the kiddos who are going to be making up the the VRs, going to be the future doctors, the future musicians, future Right, right. And like, similarly to you, Thomas, this is going to be year, this is year 14 for me. Um, and have a kiddo who through social media reached out and was like, Mr. Pierre, I've been looking for you for the past two or three years. Like, mm-hmm. I loved your class, um, loved learning math with you. Um, and now he's, I think he's a sophomore um, in college, getting ready to to do some things. Um, but just that, that a kiddo who, I remember him, but it's not super, super profound, but you did that as a teacher, like that's the thing. You never know how your presence, the words you say, your demeanor, all of that, what effect that has on a kid and how you remember you. Yeah. The years later. Yeah. Come through. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the crazy part. Like you don't think how you think it's just you doing your job, but it has so much impact on them. It does. Like, I think I shared with Willie one time was uh, I had somebody in kindergarten. I mean, I, I called him my little brother. I always looked out for him, make sure he was cool, checked in with his mom and his dad every day to make sure how he was doing. I left, went to a different school, but found him in high school a couple of years later. 
and I talked to his mom. I was like, this is crazy. I had him in kindergarten, was there for his kindergarten graduation. And now I have him as a senior in high school and I'm there for his senior graduation. And I watched him the entire time. Like we kept track of him the entire time. And I told him, he was like, he was messing up in high school. I pulled him aside in the hallway. I was like, if you don't graduate, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't say those words, but yeah. I, I told him just like that. I'm like, I'm like, I love you like a little brother. And I'm going to tell you like it's real. I see so much in you. I'm going to hurt you. And I told him in front of his mom, she's like, I will dig the hole and drive the car. Right. So, and he has my permission. Like, and, and pick up the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even, if you, if you get a C, you get a coffin. If you don't, you just get in the C, hole. C for coffin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but like it, it just, it, and I think that was the last year I left that school. Like seeing him finish high school for me was like the icing on the cake. Like I watched you all the way through your career from K to twelve, yeah. and that that did it. Like I was like, now I can transition to another spot, you know? Yeah, and that's what's keeping me here too, man. Um, to be remembered. Um, I'm seven years in. Uh, my students call me Mr. Ogwande. Um, it's important for me to be there every day and show up. That That's what's brought me into education, and that's what continues to keep me here. Um, I want to re- be remembered as someone who motivated you to be your best self, someone who taught you tremendous things, uh, helped you grow. And someone who you'll think about in the future, if you know you're looking for inspiration, um, that's what I strive to be. How well I do that, and the only future can tell. But you know, we all have those moments where the most random student will just pull up on you anywhere you are, like at the grocery store, and it's like, wow. So I really am doing something, something right, uh, and it's important, like. Mr. Pierre said, we're the 2%, and that percentage needs to go up. How do we do it? We just keep inspiring. Uh, uh, and, you know, I hope for growth with all the children that I, that I teach uh, in all the schools that I work at. Yeah, I, seriously. I, I agree with you, Mr. O, um, Akeem, in that, yeah, you, you, we really don't know. But those seeds that we're planting right now for the kids who are in our class, the kids who what we're doing, the kids who we have those connections with, who reach out to us and are like, hey, Mr. Pierre, hey, Mr. Thomas, hey, Mr. Oh, how would you do this? How would you do that? Or what do you think about this? What do you think about that? For them to have that springboard, because I think about myself, like of the, from kinder through 12, I think I had maybe two black men teachers actually no two black teachers and one of them was a man okay like i, I had three I, I don't recall having that many interactions with black teachers seeing them in positions where i was like oh okay it's not just a white woman it's not just a white man um there's someone who looks like me and i also think of mm, if i were to break down the numbers um i think i have more women teachers that were black yeah okay uh um but not black men so you are right um but that's crazy isn't it but as like and then if you do get 
like the the black male teacher is like the PE coach. Yep. Yeah. You yep. know, they're the basketball coach. You or know, they're, like, they're work, that's crazy. They're working in an office somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like they're not in the classroom. Like yeah. I think I've had two that were in the classroom and one was actually like he was a PE and I think an English teacher or a math teacher wanted it too, but is that yeah, something have, we should talk about? Like why is that? What what's happening? I think those are the positions of power, like who's doing the hiring. Ooh. And then along with the hiring is is one of like that pos- that those positions, are they being duly compensated for the work that they're doing? Because that's important too. Who you hire is important because that sets the culture. That sets, you know, the tone. And those are the ones who are going to inspire the kids. Um, wow. And I think along, even not just also inspiring kids, is like, I know for me, when I <laughs> have another awesome teacher on the staff and like, the kiddos will talk about who they appreciate. And I'm right. like, when the kiddos are like, oh, we have such and such class and it's this teacher who's doing this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, if if I see myself as MJ, then I need another Pippen. I need a Rodman. I need a Steve Kerr. I need other, I need a BJ Armstrong. I need those other fantastic. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. other players to know that. Sorry, when- I'm testing something out. I can't hear you guys, though. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Okay. Yeah. Like I need those other players, other teachers too. So I think when you, Can you hear me now, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like when I when I know like because I think I came. You weren't there at the time, but it was Willie was there all the time. Like just bouncing off of ideas off of Willie, I was like, man, I'm gonna try that. Like sitting in his when I'm at lunch and he's doing his thing in a classroom, like. I was secretly taking notes on how to like, okay, like, all right, I'm gonna try this strategy. I'm gonna try this strategy. Okay, I see how he's doing. I see this connection that you have with all the different kids. And like, they weren't just another person. Like you individually saw them as a person. You curtailed your your lessons to what they would learn. And like, even if it was a minor tweak to help them understand that portion of the lesson for that individual it was amazing like I, I, I don't know my my hat was off to you I was in awe the entire I was I was literally in the presence of greatness it was no the, the same is true like I remember sitting in because for me teaching math I'm just like ELA is not my playground so if I'm coming to an ELA class I'm sitting in the cut I'm not looking to like go back and forth whereas if I'm in a math class like I remember being in coach's class or even coming to Hakeem's class I'm like ooh oh, I could add something here. I could add something there. But listening to how, likewise for you, Thomas, like the way that you would then show the kids the connections to like, there was something about a marathon or some competition and you were going back and forth and showing the kids like, oh, so this metaphor links to this or this analogy to that. And I'm like, all right, great. I've got the math section. (laughs) Thomas has got the ELA. If yeah. it's Lakita who's doing the signs that I know the kiddos are, are set there, then it's just like, all right, by our forces combined, our kiddos are getting everything that they need. Yeah. And there's no there's no area that's deficient. And yeah. if you're able to build up a team like that where each person is like, I'm I'm bringing it, <laughs> then yeah, you can't you can't lose. 
And I think that's the other thing too of like being on such a, a strong team. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Thanks so much to Mr. Thomas and Mr. Oguande. We'll finish our conversation next time on The Chronicles of Mr. Deuces.